Hey guys, welcome back. VDC Gara here. We're back with our weekly Q&A video. This is season 8, episode 39. Uh, if you're on YouTube right now, you can check out the links in the description to get at this on a lot of major podcasting platforms. I, I'm hesitant to say all, but I'm thinking probably most of them. Yeah. Uh, all the big ones anyways. Uh, our first question of the week comes from Cinemac, and they say... Uh, I know you've said why before, but could you reiterate on why you put the Flashpoint team to promotion 5? Since Flashpoint Batman is in the challenge now, I figured this would be a good time for this question. And could you recommend a team in gear to beat the final bonus battle? Hmm. Um, do you want to do the hard part first? The, or the, the, the easy question first? I guess the easy one is mm -hmm. the first part. Why 5? It's it's not not necessarily a magic number. It's that a lot of times what you do, what we do is, our goal for having a team is to be good in multiplayer. Mm -hmm. We don't care about uh, the offline single player story mode anymore because we finished it once. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of replay value except for maybe bonus battle six and some of the higher bonus battles in order to uh, level up your characters. Mm -hmm. But y you can still, I mean, you can still use it for that, but multiplayer does just as good a job uh, once, you, once you're not talking about credits and you're not talking about bonus battle six. Yeah. Um, so you could go higher than five, and so there, there's a good argument you made, right? I mean, when we first started playing this, we were collectors as much as like the, the in-game strategy. Yeah. So, you know, aiming for Elite 10, level 60. But... Um, it comes at a price. Now, max battle points is 5,000 per fight. You can get that with this team at Elite 5, uh, level 50. Yeah. The higher you get, the more likely you are to face Astro Hearts. That's really it. I mean, when you're talking multiplayer and you want to be successful in multiplayer, you want to be able to finish it fast. You want to be able to max out your points. Yeah. And what gets you what slows you down is if you lose a fight you lose your bonus points yeah and astro harness slows you down just because it's astro harness and even if you're going to win the fight eventually no matter what and and i think that's what it comes down to that when you it, the the higher the matchmaking goes and we've used the idea of uh, something that was defined in injustice 2 which was the threat level i think yeah. And even though they've never said it here, I think they use some sort of judgment of a team. And the higher the threat level, the more likely you are to face uh, legendary four and a half star gears. And yeah. Astro Harness is one of them. You face Astro Harness. Fights are just slower. That's really it. Mm -hmm. So what we really want to do is just skim the absolute sort of bottom of the barrel of the max battle point fights. And mm -hmm. that makes it the easiest because uh, you're more, more often than you would otherwise you're facing people who don't have all their sort of gear figured out they don't have every right. gear maxed out uh and so you you can get in easier fights a lot more consistently and the the reason so there's there's sort of advantage and disadvantage right as your stats get higher the possible advantage of having way higher stats is that they can only match you against people with your stats are lower, right? Mm -hmm. uh, whereas when you are at this sort of earlier level, the later fights, you're matching against people with higher stats than you. So uh, what this strategy is sort of based on the assumption that you your team is good enough, right. uh, either in terms of synergy or gear or just your skill, 
to beat teams that have higher stats than you do. Right. Even and if it's the same characters. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, you know, Elite 5, like you said, it's not the magic number. You could do anything to get yourself up there. You could also use augments. You could use health and damage augments if you wanted to, or even right. something like just damage augments if you wanted to uh, get your team's stats high enough. Right. Uh, but you didn't have extra copies or you didn't want to elite them for one reason or another. Right. Uh, or if you wanted to, like, change the balance of uh, health to offense, right? Right. Um, you could definitely do the same thing with augments. And you have a little bit more granular control with augments, too. Yeah. Uh, if you... I don't actually know what stats uh, exactly get you... 5,000, right? We don't have the math on that. Right. Because um, it's not straight up damage, not straight up health. It's some sort of combination that also takes into account maybe the passive, maybe mm-hmm. not gear, but definitely other things about the team because not just straight stats. You can't just add them up. Yeah. yeah. So this is one case in which, you know, the reason why we uh, recommend Elite 5 is because that's an exact known quantity for us. We know that this team at this level and this elite level without any health or damage augments is good enough, right? Right. right. Uh, and for everything else, you'd sort of have to do trial and error. I guess if you really wanted to just be barely, barely scraping the edge of maximum battle points, you could like play fights one at a time on the first fight of the ladder right. and then do like single like augments at a time too and then find out the exact point where the stats swapped over to being yeah. 5,000, but... Yeah. That's that's our sort of general philosophy. And for new-ish gold characters, this level tends to be enough to either get max battle points all the way through, mm-hmm. or maybe sometimes you get like 4,500 and then 5,000, right? Right. Oh, I. you know what's f- funny, actually? that it, I don't know why it hasn't occurred to us for a while, because it hasn't been an issue for a while. When you play, when you ride at the top, like when you've got later game characters that are Elite 10, level 60, what happens is you end up facing a lot of the same teams. Once you get to the... When matchmaking has to give you a much stronger team, there's uh, less of a choice in the kind of characters that are available that will give you the right kind of matchup Mm -hmm. that out... Or that gets the high kind of stats that they're aiming for in the last few fights of matchmaking. It's pretty much only the highest stat teams with augments. Right, and so then you lose out on variety. Part of the fun is actually... trying to um, manage the other teams. I'll tell you what, aside from maybe the medals, the often the teams with the best synergy lately is in the first or second fight in the ladder. Yeah. So, and I sh- I'm going to point out again, we're going to do another seven ultimates. That's uh, seven ladders of seven fights each. So that's what, 49 fights. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see just how good this team is. On, I mean, this is average. This is not even like, you know, you know, people can always pick out an, uh, an ideal speed run. Yeah. This is just general play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Uh, and the second part of the question is recommending a team in gear to beat the final bonus battle. These, this is almost an impossible question. I mean, I guess the, there's general approaches, right? Like to me, Flashpoint team is, um, what do you call it? Like a general all-round good team? Yeah. Every character has a huge amount of offensive potential when you gear it like this. If you're not worried like you are in Survivor about making sure everybody survives, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to win a war of attrition. And especially when you're talking the, the single-player game, uh, game, the story mode, the bonus battle, you are 
all they can really do against you is monster stats and some sort of fight effect. Yeah. And without gear, I, I don't think there's anything that they can really match you uh, up against you. Like, I guess if you don't have teams that are strong enough. Oh, so here's the thing too. I want to point out, and it's worth revisiting every once in a while because it's easy to forget, is that in story mode, you generate more power by getting hit. Mm-hmm. Right? Getting hit by a special always gives you a lot of power. Getting hit in multiplayer doesn't generate a lot of power, but getting hit in story mode generates a significant amount of power. O- offline play. Yeah. So it's sort of equalized, right? So it is right. a lot more just about are your stats good enough to win? Right. Because if you're if you're hitting them more, but your your damage is not enough, they're going to get power. And when they get power, their specials are going to do a huge amount of damage. So it makes it harder to fight um, effectively against higher stat teams unless you have something else. And that unless is team synergy, gear, a great passive, or both. Or not or both, or all three. Yeah. So you know who your best team is, just like practically. Right, yeah, yeah. What, whatever your people are who have the highest stats, um, is who you want to bring in, and you just want to bring in your your best gear, and you want to. Uh, it's harder to have like a special specialist and a basic damage dealer the same way, because you know your special specialist needs to also be able to take hits, right? So they need yeah. to be a little bit of a tank, or you know. But if you have like Tantu Totem, it, it's it. Basically, it's the same strategy if you have a really good team with really good synergy because there's not a lot you can do to stop them. Right. Uh, especially with ones that don't rely on uh, building up power the same way. Mm-hmm. Ones that can just sort of have power and expend it or basic damage dealers tend to be safer bets. Oh. Um, there, but there's there's not really anything special. Most of the time, uh, it's just try it with who you think your best team is. And if they're not good enough, then you probably need to come back with better stats. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. And I guess the one strategy that works, say, in Survivor that works well here is too. If part of the reason why you're having trouble is that other team is really um, just way higher stats than you and your gear may not be good enough to um, balance that out, then what you... Unless it's like a Blackest Night Flash team. Like, honestly, right now I can't remember who the last bonus battle is. Unless it's a Blackest Night Flash team then what you can do is use damage over time because damage over time scales up to the health of your opponent. So if you have something that does 10% damage over time, you need to hit them 10 times. Yeah. And then plus one more um, to knock out that last little bit because damage over time, you can't knock them out on straight damage over time. It has to be something else. Yeah, so that's something like Razagul Simtar. Yeah, and we've, and we've shown that too, right? That we're the best way to, to do that. Cause th- that's why it was so neat when we first were able to beat, um, the boss Arkham origins, Batman. Yeah. Cause here's the thing back in the day, his fight was no passives. Mm. So not only did he have high stats, you lost your passive. Um, and I, I believe that was true. Did they unlock that after gear was released or before gear was released? I don't remember. Um, it might have been right after. And definitely there wasn't the same number of um, uh, damage over time gears if there were any. Because what you had was... Um, what was the first one? Ibistic? And that was one of the multiplayer exclusives, right? Yeah. So the number of damage over time gears, I don't think there were any. So what you're... 
what was cool was we would take, um, and I'll, I'll include this in the description, but we take, we took bronze Catwoman and using a meat shield. So she was doing all the damage. Mm-hmm. I think we might have used Solomon Grundy as a meat shield because, you know, Solomon Grundy is. Kind of sucks. <laughs> he otherwise does. Um, and we used, uh, uh, Catwoman, the bronze Catwoman, and there wasn't any special, um, there wasn't any special thing for getting a huge amount of power like you get with Tanty Totem, right? Just tagging in. Yeah. So we just let the meat shield waste some time. We would build up some power and just make him bleed. And when you stacked her bleed, you wouldn't even need 10 bleeds because you could boost her damage over time by 10%, 10%, 10%, you know, each time. So you win three bars mm-hmm. instead of just doing the 30%, you could do a, a bunch extra just because they were all stacked together. Yeah. So yeah. there we go. Um, our next question comes from Angel of Light. They say, I want to ask you a question, which is good because we're, we're here to answer your question. Uh, is Batman Returns Catwoman good? I just got her. Context is everything, right? Yeah. Is she good? Eh. Compared to stuff you can get from Challenge, eh. Compared to the other characters, I mean, she's not awful. So let, let's look at her. So her passive is Deadly Games. Uh, damage over time attacks deal plus 100% damage for Catwoman and her teammates. Her base damage is 950. Her base health is 850. So let's talk about what whether she's any good or not. I mean, one of the things that's interesting, um, it, it always... I'm not sure that it can surprise me because I, it, I I remember it, mm-hmm. but I always think, you know what, if you, you're you not aware of how, how the game mechanics work in terms of how they create characters, mm-hmm. it might come as a surprise to you that any time a special has a, a, an additional effect, like power drain or damage over time, um, if it has some sort of offensive extra effect, then the damage is very often, most often reduced. Yeah, so which is why we sometimes note exceptions to that, where the damage doesn't appear to be reduced. Right, which so, is good. So her special one uh, does damage over time. Mm-hmm. It does bleed. Bleed is the best damage over time because it will boost damage taken by ten percent. Yeah. So when you do three in a row, you're boosting damage to to by uh to thirty percent mm-hmm. all at once, and um, each tick of damage over time is bleeding a little bit extra. Yeah. So, but her special one damage that, that you see on the card, it's only 12,273. When you've maxed out, like we have to elite seven level 50. Um, so for a comparable character, say um, Red Sun Destro, who has the same damage when he's maxed out, his special one will do twice as much, 24,547. Yeah. Why she loses it is because I guess her damage over time is another 12,000 and a bit. And because of her passive, it's doubled to um, 24. Yeah. So, it's you know, it's more, but it gets rinsed by tagging out. Yeah. So, she has the ability to deal up to one and a half times uh, her special damage for her stats. If you max out to 200%. Yeah. 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 Um, see, and the, you know that that's true because both of their special twos, both Red Sun Deathstrokes and Batman Return Catwoman, have a special two that does 73,640 damage. Yeah. 
And why that matters is so, you know, it's, it's not bad. Um, when you're, when this is what you've got and you you have access to players in the store, she's not a bad damage over time yeah. character. And in the old days, when you'd have potentially set up a damage over time team, it was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and I think at one point when she was on an Arkham team, she would even boost the the damage over time more on an Arkham character that boosted it based on uh, teammates. Uh, I think, I mean, they fixed it. It was a, a glitch at one point, but um, you get the same amount of benefit, I think, if, say, with Arkham Knight Catwoman, to boost her damage over time by having Batwoman return... Bat- <laughs> <laughs> Batman returns Catwoman. As you would know that Arkham, so many times. Yeah, I know. Um but because of that, she's not she doesn't really offer a lot more because on her own she doesn't, you know, she, if you're going to have an Arkham Knight Catwoman team, you want Arkham Knight Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Um and she doesn't really add to anything, especially since uh as the games progressed, a damage over time team is really difficult to play long term you can have a little bit of fun with it but to you know like to grind it like we do with the flashpoint team like this flashpoint team basically has no weakness that any other team doesn't have the main weakness against i I think is against the red sun green lantern team Mm -hmm. but against the damage over time team so a blackest night flash team because of blackest night flashes passive when you do damage over time instead of taking away health they heal and get boosted power gen Mm mm-hmm um, so that's really dangerous. I mean, it's not like you face them every time, but if you do face them, you're a little screwed. Yeah. For that, that ladder and you lose your bonus, uh, injustice to Aquaman, um, reflects it back doubled when he does his own special. And you can work around that a little bit because if he doesn't have power, like when you want to do the every time is when he doesn't have power, you yeah. want to keep him from getting power or just do so much damage that he never gets a chance to. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Cause he's only one member of the team, like a black is flashing. Everybody is healing. And generating power on on uh, damage over time effects. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other, it's not even so much weakness, is that sometimes you, if your main offensive tool is going to be damage over time, Arkham Knight Batman, there's a... Uh, what's the chance? Like, uh, is it one, one, in, one in three chance that he's going to be immune to damage over time? Is it? But I don't know, because there's six, six things to choose and from. he gets to pick any two, right? He gets to pick any two. Yeah. So it's a one in six chance. For each one. It's a five and six, and then a four and five, right? Because they're not independent. So it's like five and it. six, and then a four and, yeah, four and five. Five and six, four and five. So that's 20 over 24, and one minus that. Yeah. Wait, um... You'll do the math. Yeah. Or no, no, it's a twenty a, yeah, over it's, it's twenty a, over thirty. One minus that. So there's it is uh yeah like a two thirds. It's a one third chance. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. Sometimes the math just works out. <laughs> yeah, intuitively it does. Yeah. Um. So, what was I gonna say? Um. That sometimes. So there's you know Batman. two of those situations are where you've sort of. You're a little bit hamstrung. Yeah. But one case, you're actually really, yeah, like, at a disadvantage because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Arkham Knight Batman is only sometimes, but you know, you'll you'll 
he shows up enough that if yeah. you keep playing, you'll eventually run into that situation. Yeah. So it's not bad if you're going to play around with her, if you're going to have her. If you've got Tainty Totem, there are better options for using a special specialist. Yeah. Um, damage over time teams don't work nearly as well as they used to. And um, if you don't have Tainty Totem, I, I w- wouldn't recommend a damage over time team. Yeah. It's too bad. I wish they made interesting teams. Because I think that a damage over time team is a pretty interesting team. And I wish interesting teams were a little more viable. If there was something that you could, you know, the same way, like, all right, so we know that Tantitone was super powerful, but what it did was it took a whole uh, subgroup of characters that had uh, passives that benefited from power, Mm -hmm. and it revitalized them. Like, it made them all viable options for play when they really weren't before. Like, the passives didn't add much, and all of a sudden, Tantitone made them really good. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we need. I'm not sure exactly what it would look like, but I think if we we had something like that for damage over time teams, it would be a, a reasonable counter. Like It doesn't even have to be a damage over time character. If there's some way that you had a character that could um, negate the passives, for example, for like 10 seconds, mm-hmm. that would be really cool. And that would do it. Yeah. That would be great. Unfortunately, I doubt we're getting that. So the, I think the short answer is that um, she's not that great. Mm-hmm. If in the early game, if, if you don't have Tantu Totem, I go with a basic damage, like a basic attack team. And if you do have da- uh, Tantu Totem, uh, damage over time with her is not the way to go. If you're using damage over time on another character, then all of a sudden you're taking two slots on your team with damage over time characters. And you're leaving only one slot to deal with the situation where um, you need something more than just damage over time. Mm-hmm. So there we go. If, oh, actually, and I, I do want to point out too if you're going to go damage over time, I think Arkham Knight Catwoman is the best because she either gets no reduction in her special two damage or very little reduction, and she does damage over time on her special two. Mm-hmm. In which case, you don't want Batman Returns Catwoman. You just want another Arkham teammate. Maybe even Arkham Knight. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. That- yeah. Uh, so we have this question here again. That's from last week. Did you have more thoughts? Was this last week's question? Yeah, we did, remember? We talked about it. Oh, maybe it was... Uh, so Chawathes, one, yeah. says, can you cover situation packers because there's been a huge surge of them lately? I think it was maybe framed a different way because this is a, a, definitely a new question. Oh, never mind. And, and what okay. do you do with it? But it's the same idea. Definitely the same vein, right? That yeah. somebody's noticing that there's more hackers. And last time, the question was, why are there so much hackers? And this is more, so what do you do about it? That's true. Okay. Um. My feeling is, all right, so the, the, the hardest part is you can think they're, they're hackers. They're not always. And without having um, the experience mm-hmm. to judge, I think a lot of times it's very easy to think that people are hacking when they're actually not. Yeah, if they have something that's literally impossible, uh, they're definitely hacking, right? If they have the boss Ares. Yeah. Uh, or if they have, like... Well, see, when you say hackers, part of the problem is that what makes somebody a hacker versus something else, right? Yeah. Uh, because you can accidentally, legitimately have uh, the same gear on multiple characters, right. right? Right. So they might be a hacker. They might be somebody who's doing an exploit, who's figured out how to do it. Or they might be somebody who's done it accidentally and... And got really unlucky. Yeah, and, and just had that be who's put forward. So you don't always know. <laughs> yeah. And the... I guess the, the, the issue then becomes, well, if you're not sure, oh, well, actually, you know what, something's funny too, and sometimes it can be a little bit more subtle, like at one point, there had not been enough 
uh, Phantom Zone seasons yeah. or Phantom Zone events to have enough Valorium to max out uh, three metal characters. Yeah, so the only way that you could have it is if you were using glitches or hacks. Now, and it was, wasn't obvious, but definitely it's passed over and it's we're getting close to time where you can have all six, but you're not facing all six in multiplayer. Like you can't face six players at a time, so you wouldn't know if they've got a whole bunch of other characters, yeah. uh, the three other metal characters that are maxed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are going to be more subtle things too. So if they are hackers, or I guess even if they're the 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 issue now is when you report them using the the Warner Brothers um, online form, they used to be more aggressive about uh, suspending accounts. I don't think they are so much anymore. And even then, you want to be a little bit careful because just they used to be trigger happy, and so people who weren't hacking, who were reported as hacking, would sometimes get their account suspended. Yeah, which was kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the best thing you can do is make sure that you're not rewarding them. So if you see that you're going to maybe lose a fight and you're pretty confident that somebody's a hacker, you can just quit out of it so they don't get the battle yeah. points for beating you. Yeah. Uh, and there's not much else that you can really do. I, I like that too better because it's a proportional response. So if you're wrong about judging somebody to be a hacker, the worst that you've done is you've taken away battle points. Yeah, you've them. made them play for their position on the leaderboard, which is fair. And I don't even mind that. Um, but it, if you were going to report everybody with the potential harm of suspending their account and you were mixing up a bunch of non-hackers with hackers, then it seems like that's too much... Um, potential harm to just that that's justified by the uncertainty around whether uh your i guess your judgment is right about what's going on yeah and you know if there's people on the leaderboard who are clearly hacked uh there's not much you can do right like theoretically you can report people on the leaderboard but that's the kind of thing that's so publicly visible that uh if Warner Brothers wants to do something about it, they just can't, right? They don't really need yeah. uh, reports the same way. So there's not a huge amount that you can do. Right, right. Yeah. So there we go. Um, our next comment comes from Joel Christian. And they say, you guys are amazing. Quick question. What do you suggest I do to score higher in multiplayer? I play with Deadshot, Raven, and Suicide Squad Joker. Um, that's not an awful team. I mean, there's there's elements of this question, and I feel like we've answered a bunch of times. Yeah, and and that's okay. I mean, it's not an awful thing to repeat because and it'll come if we get a chance to get to the the last question, it might be worth um, uh, getting into a bit. But uh, so the key really is maximize the battle points for the time you play, and it sounds sort of sort of like stupid obvious. Yeah, but it, it's not obvious necessarily how you're approaching because all right. So here's the thing: Deadshot, Raven, and, and Suicide Squad Joker. There's not a lot of synergy there. Yeah. Um. So there's when I say synergy, I mean there's not a lot of advantage that you get so that any of them are so much better for being with each other. Uh, Raven, and I'm assuming it's Raven Prime. If you don't specify, that's what I'm going to assume it is. Um. So she's really powerful. She's not that fast. Yeah. So what if you her the best way of taking advantage of a passive is that you swap health early because if you swap health late there's a good chance that you're not actually reducing the enemy's health by much if you're if your health is low and so is theirs mm-hmm. then instead of getting you know 100 percent health when you swap and reducing them to 10 you get like you know 20 percent health to their 10 yeah 
so, and if you do that, you're just sitting there waiting to take hits. Um, it, it, I mean, it's not a bad strategy when you have trouble and you're out, uh, outmatched a bit and your gear's not that good. I think the key really is that your gear has to be good. More important than the characters that you've got. Once you've got the decided on a team, then what you want to do is tweak them enough so that you can, um, it doesn't get significantly harder to finish a ladder and get your bonus. Yeah. But um, it gets faster to finish. And at some point, it might get a little bit harder, and that's where you back off. And then if you're... if I suspect that if you're having this trouble, then your gear's not maxed out. Then you start playing around with the gear that you've got to try to, to boost the benefits that you get from it. And I, I'm being abstract for a reason, because I yeah. think if you've got the control, the Flashpoint team is absolutely... In my mind, without a doubt, the way this is geared, the fastest team for ranking higher multiplayer. Yeah. So to abstract this to the most basic level, right? Because that, that advice is essentially get better gear, find a better synergy for your team, right? Which is also sort of hard. Yeah. Um, but to abstract it to the level where you can maybe just think about it from first principles for what makes sense to you is that there's two ways to get more battle points, right? Yeah. The, and the two ways to get more battle points are, is to either play more or make more of the time that you spend playing. And the ways to make more of the time you spend playing breaks down into getting more battle points per fight and finishing fights faster. Oh. Right? So those are sort of the really sort of three basic tent poles of it. And yeah. we're assuming that, um, you know you don't want to hear just play more because that's really right. obvious advice, right. Right? right? Anybody can say, well, if you spent, you know, twice the amount of time, you'd get twice as many battle points and you'd score higher. Yeah. Um, and so you need to think about the ways to get more battle points and finish fights faster. And you're trying to balance those mm -hmm. two. And when, when you were right. talking about your advice for, you know, getting better stats until you hit that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're sort of trying to maximize your like battle points per minute, essentially. Right? And, Battle point rate. BPR. Yeah. Uh, and so you just need to look at if you're playing right now and you're not getting max battle points, you need to find a team that, or work your way towards a team that'll get there. And if you have a team with max battle points, you need to look at how you can get to finishing fights faster. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see it in Deadshot, Raven, and Suicide Squad Joker. Yeah. You're, you're kind of working at a bit of a deficit there in terms of, because you're always going to be l low optimization for speed. Yeah, and I guess you know when you've got more information, see what else is there. That might be it. Like, the, if if this is their highest gold team, then other teams that might be faster aren't getting very many battle points per fight. Mm -hmm. And until you know what your rosters and you play, and I guess you know what what we're the fact that we're eliding is that um, m most people aren't going to spend a lot of uh, money on recharges. Yeah. So then when you've got this team. If this fits the amount that you're playing and you're not running out of power and stopping because you've run out of juice, then that's fine. But if you are running out of juice and you're playing less because of it and then you're, or you reduce a weaker teams, then gear becomes that much more important because then you can use other sort of bought in the store golds, which is yeah. not the case here to set up other teams that can win and, and generate more battle points while you're playing. It's true. The, yeah. The other thing is that, uh, if this is your best team by far and you are playing and then stopping playing and maybe like doing something else on something somewhere else with a different team, yeah. your best call might actually be, you know, watching the videos to get your recharge if you don't have cards or right. stuff like that. Right. 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 
Uh, so that's all just sort of appealing to that doing it faster, maximizing your battle points per minute through the two main sources. Because yeah. that, that's true, actually. Time spent doing stuff that's not playing uh, yeah. is part of your yeah. battle point per minute, too. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's it's kind of obvious in the same way that playing more is obvious. But if this is your team, uh, one way to get more bang for your buck is to have recharge cards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think most people probably aren't willing to buy recharge cards just to be slightly more efficient in multiplayer, but, right. you know. Yeah, and that's why these questions are sort of interesting and almost impossible to answer in any kind of specific way. Yeah. Part of it is just learning some of the principles and starting to apply it, because if you just remember very specific things, it's not going to help you the same way. Yeah, for how to get better, the advice used to be so much easier, which it just used to be, you know, buy golds until you had enough golds to match how long you're playing and then start saving for those dedicated team packs yeah. and if you really really wanted to make sure that you got it good uh you would save up until you could buy you know uh as many copies of the team pack as you wanted or almost as many or yeah. only start buying when it rotated so that there, you knew that you'd have a while to sort of get that same team right but right. now the advice is so different because you it's so much harder to make a a good synergy team without just collecting stuff over a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. Cause for us, it was, it was easy. It was almost like impossible not to take them up on the offer. Right. Because the, those team packs were usually, uh, not that much more expensive than, uh, yeah, the power credits first. I mean, it's not cash. Yeah. It was but, power credits, but they weren't, they weren't overpriced, right? Like the highest price one for a set of three was 600,000 and you're getting like a great team, right? Yeah. I remember, I mean, the Femme Fatale pack used to be power credits. That was a great team. Yeah. Uh, there was the Red Sun team where there were only three Red Sun characters. That was a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of options that have sadly disappeared. Even just any set of three at that point, you, just getting the benefit of being able to buy one pack with a full team in it of gold cards yeah. uh, instead of having to sort of get random luck from the gold pack or to pay way more for them directly in the store. Uh, it was just always a better deal to uh, buy it in the team pack than anywhere yeah. else. And for sort of early to mid game, uh, it was the best way to make a team, even if they didn't have a lot of synergy yeah. because, yeah. you know, you could buy one thing and keep them all at the same elite level and know that you were only spending money to get one specific set of guys maxed out, which was always a better way to spend your money than just random chance. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, And our last comment this week comes from Noah Frank L and they say, could you guys utilize the chapter feature in these longer videos? It's my favorite YouTube feature and it's super helpful when coming back to these videos for information. And so the thing that we'll say is that we, at various times throughout our channel history, there have been people who have, uh, done this work for us and went back through stuff uh, or while they're watching, while they're watching yeah, track and, of the minutes and done timestamps and posted them in the comments. So if anybody uh, is listening right now, it means that you're watching the whole thing. We have historically super appreciated people and we'll pin your comment and uh now that there is the chapter uh feature to sort of more formally uh break it up in the video we would uh you know put the timestamps in the description which would you know make the chapters for you guys if somebody was uh putting that work in 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're uh, happy to pin your comment too. If you do that. Yeah. Pin your comment. But, maybe put it in the description so the chapter feature would work. And then if we did, we would yeah. credit you in the description of the yeah. videos. The, the biggest problem, the reason why we don't do it is that it would actually involve watching this whole thing again. Mm-hmm. And for the time that we've got, if we were actually, if we were putting in the time to do that, we, we would not be making as many videos as we do. Yeah. Like there's no way we'd be able to do this weekly uh, in addition to the recaps. Mm-hmm. Um, even just scrubbing through it, I guess theoretically we could uh, just every single time we remembered to do it, make a note of what time we start reading the new question. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we we flow pretty free here and it's... <laughs> Loosey-goosey. Yeah. Uh, and so we we definitely take stuff into consideration and I understand that that would be a positive feature for uh, some people, but given sort of the way that we do this and the fact that we just really just churn it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it would be hard to do it. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, the stuff we do right now, we do it for fun. And if there was going to be some other motivation to do it like that, uh, it would have to be justified. Like it, 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 I, I've gotten to the age now where time has so much value to me and I can't spend it doing stuff like this mm-hmm. unless like in we're making a dollar video yeah. on one of these. So it's true. There is, we, we kind of just have to do the stuff that's fun for us and we, yeah. you know, uh, it's at the point, right? I mean, we talk about being more willing to do stuff, uh, when we're getting like Patreon support, yeah. uh, which is why we upload it for the podcast and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we also, what's important to note, uh, is that, we, we sort of, even with the Patreon support, right? We, we need to do this in a way that's fun for us because yeah. if we're doing it as a job, it's even with Patreon, it's not minimum wage. Yeah. So that's, uh, we're <laughs> far where, from but it. we do, we do appreciate yeah. people asking for stuff. We're never going to uh, judge you for asking for stuff. Cause it is a thing that you use and would like, and we get that. So we appreciate the comment. We never dislike feedback, even if it's like, you're not doing this thing that I would want you to do. And it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it in any form as long as you're not being super mean, but or rude. If, well, if we don't you are, like rude, well, it, sometimes it's kind of funny. So we don't, or we don't, can be funny. We don't respond well to rude, but I don't even really hate rude. That's, um, true. That's true. But, uh, we won't always be taking it. Well, not taking it into account. We won't always be doing it. We won't always follow feedback, even if it's not necessarily bad feedback. Right. 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 So, not a bad question, not a bad thing to ask. Unfortunately, we're probably not going to be doing that for you. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us to the end of the episode. So, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Eliza, the Soviet farm worker, Katen. Her mom picked cucumbers on a farm in Russia in exchange for free socialized university tuition. That seems like a fair exchange. Seems like a pretty fair exchange. Yeah. I mean, well, things weren't great in the USSR. Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons, but that was one of the things, you know, every, every, government has pros and cons you things, really things in America, most governments have pros most and cons. governments have pros and cons i guess there are some that are pretty across the board bad you know like for all the problems america has it some people get wealthy there's good things for some people they do uh, some stuff for some folks sometimes i guess i guess <laughs> um and this shout out was brought to you by lisa directly who wrote this one and gave it to me to just put up so i appreciate the week off of uh thinking up stuff to say more content it. to create yeah exactly uh, and we'd also like to give a huge thank you to all the wonderful folks who support us in Patreon. And that would be Victor Gomez, Consul Peasant, and Ed Woon at the top tier, last word. Cinemac, Mohammed, and Mohammed El Shady at the Your Message Here tier. 
Sean Farrell, Daniel Simonson, Aaron Mall, Michael DeVries, Brandon C., Irvin Ruiz, Ed, and Eddie Dew, who supports on a credited level. Chris Wolf, Scarlet Danny, Awesome Gamer 2 for 1, Pavu RS, Gavin Malott, and Isfar E at the Gratitude level. Thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you next time. Komoda! Komoda.